0: Welcome to Kansas City Confidential, a podcast where we hear from the people behind Kansas City's local restaurants, businesses, and personalities. I'm your host, Sari, and this week I'm joined by Anne Desort, owner of Soap Refill Station, a bulk home and body care shop where customers can bring their own containers from home to refill safe cleaning products over and over, instead of buying a new single-use container each purchase. In four years, between their two locations in Springfield and Kansas City, Missouri, they have kept over 100,000 containers out of the trash, recycling centers, and waterways. Here to talk all about their mission to help the environment is Ann.
1: Hey, hey, Casey confidential. Casey's confidential. Yay. Hey.
0: Welcome oh, to the podcast. Man, Thank you for having me. Yeah, I am so excited to have you on. I uh, have been a loyal customer for the last maybe about three years, and I just, I love your mission. I love the initiative, and I am excited for you to, to share your story. So I would love just to hear from you a little background and where you guys got the idea of Soap Refill. All right. I mean, to be
1: completely honest, it's not a new idea. It's something that a lot of other countries have and have used as almost a local utility for years. And long story short, it's kind of one of those like, well, if if you can't wait for someone else to do something, you know, you kind of have to do it yourself. And uh, Adam and I lived in California and we there's a few out there and I ended up working for a gal for a long time and uh, she just kind of gave me the keys to the castle and was just like do this. And I love it. And, uh, we decided that the Midwest really needed something like this, that if it did become a trend, this place was going to be the last place to get one. Um, and we felt like they deserve it and they can support it. And, uh, so we decided we'd be the ambassadors of of the soap refill model to the Midwest and to a lot of other places at this point.
0: Yeah. So has recycling and reusing and kind of in general, having a eco-friendly lifestyle Has that always been something you've grown up with or is that something that kind of came about living in California?
1: No, I'd say it definitely came about just growing up here in the Ozarks. Um, Adam and I both grew up outside and, and playing outside with parents who were very aware of their impact as humans on our planet and made sure to raise kids who were also aware of our impact on the planet. So I think that we've always been conscious and trying to leave every step behind us better than it, than it was when we got there. Um, And then I think just this plastic waste, especially becoming just more and more obvious and hard to look away from, you just can't help but ask yourself, but what can I do? And this was something that we can do. This was something we could do um, and that we're doing. So it's just kind of like, it's definitely a part of my code to find the best choice, not only for myself, but for my planet in mind. So being part of an eco business or just even an entity, I feel like was probably always in my path at some point, just because I love our planet. I think it's, it's amazing and I want to keep it as clean and as and available as possible. So I'm trying to do my part.
0: So when you and Adam moved to Kansas city, were you surprised that there was not a business similar to soap refill or did you not find that shocking?
1: Um, we had, we opened in Springfield first and we were having quite a few people come to our store in Springfield from Kansas city, obviously more from Kansas city than spring, uh, St. Louis or any of those, other, any other Missouri cities, which I've always found funny when someone would come and say they came from Kansas city, I'd be like, you're not saving any planet driving from Kansas city down here. And and we strongly believe that. So it was like, okay, these people want this. So maybe we should listen. And, and we decided that Kansas city would be the next best parent to one of these stores because it really does take a village to make this happen. And uh, Kansas City seemed to have a village that was willing to to try it out.
0: You guys have a wide variety of products at your store. So when you first started, was that the goal was to kind of make every product available the option to refill it? Or did it really start with your detergent, hand soap, you know, body products and
1: I mean, again, our mission, we keep simple for a reason. The whole point is just to reduce the waste. So all you have to do is evaluate what's making waste and how can we reduce that? And unfortunately, in home care, personal care, it's all waste. So we just are like, great. So we have to have all of that then. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, pretty much like if you're actually trying to do this and you actually want people to not go to a bigger brand store and buy this stuff and you want them to refill it, then you have to have it there for them to refill. So I think our goal from the beginning has just always been to to offer as much as we possibly can. And, you know, there's things that we can't do, like mouthwash and stuff like that, that are technically foods or vitamins or nutritional items, but everything else, if if we can get it, we want to get it. We want people to refill. And and if they can tell me what they want and I can find it, then um, that's kind of our motto. It's like we started with very little. And then over time, we've just kind of grown into having pretty much everything.
0: So I, for the most part, use your, uh, the house brand, as we mentioned, that's your guys' own brand. So I use Mm -hmm. shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and hand soaps. And Mm -hmm. so that's what I've been using for a long time. And I, over the last several years, have tried really hard to make that adjustment to being more eco-friendly in my life, as well as vegan, cruelty-free products. And so I I love your guys' products, and I feel like my hair always feels nice, and I really love lavenders, like one of my favorite scents. I feel like people are very opinionated when it comes to lavender, but I, every product I buy from you guys is the lavender scent. Yeah. I, I absolutely love it.
1: Yeah. House brands cool too because it's just there, you know, it's it's locally made and and you know, it's coming it's something that you use, it's something you're ultimately dumping down the drain. Like why would you want to ship it from another state or country? So, it's kind of cool to have like a hyper local utilitarian kind of like craft beer, but soap. <laughs>
0: When you guys were coming up with the formula for those products, what was that process like? Did you kind of have a general key that you guys were using or was there just a lot of trial and error in the end formula you guys came up with?
1: Yeah, I think it's a lot. I don't know. Honestly, I can't speak too much on that one just because it's mostly Adam's game. But um, for the most part, I mean, it took a lot of learning. It, It seems to have taken him. I don't know. I'm just astonished at what he's been able to do with that little company just watching him learn and taking it on and seeing it as something that we needed to do. And I don't know my role in all of it's just been tester. So I just test everything and I give good feedback and try to get it into other people's hands. And then I also take You know, a lot of it was built by our customers, essentially, because we would take their feedback on the products we started with, which weren't our own. And so people were like, I don't like that one. It's too runny. And so it's like, okay, cool. We know that when we make hand soap, it needs to be like this, or this conditioner is not slimy enough. It's like, all right, we know that when we make conditioner, it needs to be the slimiest. So it's like, we've been able to like pull from our customers to kind of just really dial it in and, and give them what they want. So I, I honestly, I would give most of the credit to, to the customers that refill and, and give feedback, give feedback. Feedback's great.
0: As a customer who's unfamiliar with soap, sort of walk listeners through the actual process. Say someone wants to come in and try out some products. You know, when they walk into soap, what is the process like for them? Right. So kind of how it works is you would either bring a container from home that could be
1: a ketchup bottle. It could be a actual laundry jug. It could be a Boulevard beer growler. Anything you can come up with that will hold liquid. um, You bring it in. Ideally, it's clean as a whistle. Um, If you have leftover shampoo or laundry soap in the bottom of it and you're putting shampoo or laundry soap on top of that, that's okay, I guess. But ideally, you want to keep them clean so that way you're in control of the cleanliness there but anyways you come in with your container there's uh there should be a nice person there by the scale you'll weigh it in and they call it tearing where we'll just write how much it weighs when you get there from that point on you just wander around fill it up as little or as much as you want and then we charge you by weight so you pay per weighted ounce, which is like about the same size as a golf ball per ounce or, or a shot glass. So you pay per shot glass of soap. And then we weigh it when you're finished and you just pay the difference. Uh, we subtract, you know, what your bottle weighed when you got there versus what it weighs when you're leaving with soap. And then you only charge, you're only charged for that amount. So if you want to sample a bunch of shampoos, you don't know what shampoo you want. No big deal. You just come in and bring like vitamin bottles or you those little orange pill bottles or baby food jars, and you can get, you know, one squirt of every shampoo and just buy one squirt of every shampoo. It'd be, you know, four bucks. You get to try them all, see which one works best with your hair and then come and refill a bigger container next time. But that's pretty much how it works and how you can take advantage of it.
0: Two things I want to mention that your stores do that I really love is one, after you have paid and, you know, bottles have been reweighed, you have a labeler that yeah. you can put on. You know exactly what the product is because there are definitely times where, like hand soap, can kind of look like shampoo. And you mm-hmm. know, for me, I primarily use. It'll be a bigger empty soap bottles from, you know, dish detergent or whatever, being able to actually have it labeled and like a nice label on there. So I'm like, okay, this is the shampoo. This is the conditioner, especially for customers who aren't using clear bottles. Uh, Having a labeler is like super, super helpful from the customer standpoint, just for people, especially when they're first getting into it and being able to establish, okay, this bottle is this, this bottle is that. And one other thing that you do that I think really shows customers Customers, how much they are making an impact is the tally marks. So can you explain ah. the tally marks you guys leave up on your wall?
1: Yeah. So since from the very beginning of doing this, I've kept a literal tally mark for every single customer that's come in and refilled a container that doesn't count them buying a new one at the store for the first time. That's like the bottle that came in the door. That was something else that left the store as a soap bottle. And we physically at the end of every day or through the day, every single employee that works at a soap store, we have a little piece of cardboard. We keep a tally hatch of every single refill that we did that day. And we've done that since day one for every single technical refill. Um, So we just have a collection of these little ripped up wings of cardboard that are just littered in these tiny little check hatch marks. And we have over 100,000 of those tiny hatch marks now. And it's just, it's pretty cool to see because, you know, you see how much space just even those tiny little hatch marks take up in our store. Like we have them all against our wall and it takes up a whole wall. And so to think about all of those hatch marks being like laundry soap jugs, like how much physical space we've saved just by refilling. It's it's just a cool visual of like,
0: not all adds up. You guys are doing great. Keep it up. (laughs) Yeah. And I think visually too, as a customer to see those tally marks when you're checking out, it just reinforces how such a small difference like adds, it adds to the masses, you know, me coming in with three bottles might to the naked eye, sound so irrelevant to the bigger picture, but then those three tallies, you know, compared to all the other customers coming in, maybe someone had five, maybe someone only had one, but just to be able to feel like you're part of a bigger movement. And I think to showcase that Mm -hmm. it just really reinforces what a difference you and your team and your stores are making just in Kansas city alone. And obviously with Springfield as well. And so it's amazing. To, to see that. And as you mentioned, you're just kind of building a community around that and feeling like you really have created this community that people are excited to be a part of knowing that they are helping our city.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of times like we're a tiny store and it's, we're not, a you know, we're not like slammed. We don't have lines out the door. So a lot of people come in and they're the only ones there. And we have great experiences one-on-one with our customers. We really get to know them. But a lot of times, you know, they're like, am I the only one that does this? Am I the only person that comes here and hangs out with you guys? And it's like, no dude, look at the wall. We got all those people do this. We're all doing it. And so it's like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm going to keep doing this. This is awesome. So it's almost like a pat on your back being like, no, 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 we're out here. We're doing it too. So I think it's encouraging for for me too, just to see it. It's like, oh, okay, this is working. People
0: do like this. I want to ask you, what are some of your favorite products you have used that is at soap?
1: It's funny. My number one of all time is emu oil, which is not vegan. Uh, It is rendered emu fat. But we sell it at Sparta Emu's. They're Missouri-based emu's. And the whole reason these people got into the company was because you can use all parts of emu. But the emu oil itself is is super nourishing, and I just use it. It's my head-to-toe skincare, and I just love it. I think it's great. (laughs) Controversial, probably, but I still just love it so, so much. Second would probably be the cognac sponges, which are these. There is cognac root and charcoal fiber. And you'll probably see them if you come in and they look like little hockey pucks, little hard hockey pucks. And basically they're kind of like a standalone face wash. And when you get them wet, they get really soft and squishy. And then you can just kind of like buff your face with them. And your face is just nice and tight and glowing afterwards. And it feels really clean. And I just feel like that's those are two of my favorites because like I feel like if I had to grab things and run out of the building, if it was on fire, I would grab something to wash my face with and something to moisturize my face with. Otherwise, I'll wear dirty clothes forever. So um, those are my two faves. And then I'd say... Definitely the uh, house brand laundry gel. If you haven't tried the house brand laundry gel, it's fantastic. It's enzymatic. It works really good. You only use a shot glass. I'd say those are my top three for sure, but I use everything in there. Like I buy soap. I use soap. I'm going to have to buy it somewhere and I want the best there is. So I use everything we have in the store and we don't have anything in there that I don't personally like use or stand behind. So it's all good. It's funny
0: what you say about skincare, kind of obnoxious with my skincare routines and in the last couple of years have become somewhat obsessed with like my routine as a whole. And yeah, like washing my face and my XYZ serums and all of that. And so, and I forgot to mention, I use your guys's face wash. I use one face wash in the shower and one uh, at the sink. But yeah, I love, I love your face products. and And as we mentioned, you guys really do have a huge variety of products, which I think is so great. Cause it really can be a one-stop shop for people who Mm -hmm. are looking for that eco-friendly life and, you know, to be on, on that journey. So it's great that, you know, this, the shop that you have, that there's like endless products. There's every time I walk in there, I walk by and like, oh, that looks really interesting. I, I should come back and try that or, you know, Oh, okay. I want to look at this for, for a minute. And so it's cool to see the range that you guys offer. Cause I know you guys have shaving cream. I mean, it's Really, head to Not toe, mm-hmm. you guys cover it. And then in terms of home products as well, you guys pretty much have everything. And so it's bowl awesome. Cleaner, shower, like even the stuff you spray on your shower,
1: like in between showers to keep the mildew gone.
0: <laughs> and another thing you guys have that I am a loyal fan of is the lava stones. Oh, the I, Yeah, Yeah. I typically paint my own nails and toenails. So I like to treat myself like I am getting my own pedicure and using that stone a few times a week is like, it's the best thing that's ever happened, especially when I go through my periods when I'm running consistently and the difference that makes on my feet and then getting into the shower and being able to like, ah, oh, just like feel so clean and scrubbing my foot with that has just been, it's like my favorite part of my routine. So in terms of being a business owner, what are some of these struggles that come with that? I always, am, it sounds like
1: I'm joking, but honestly, the heart, one of the hardest things I've had to do was like pick a light fixture just because it's something that I understand makes an impact. I feel like what we sell isn't anything cool. You know, it's not like I'm like, trying to sell someone a Pokemon card or something. It's like, no, man, it is literally just soap. So it's like, I think by having our products that we sell be so needed and and usable, that itself is simple. Uh, The hardest parts are definitely being a a boss, being an employer, uh, being a small business owner and learning what that means to the man And like paying your taxes and learning like how much it costs to actually have employees and like run, run a business, not only in cost, but in time, I'd say those are probably some of the biggest struggles. A lot of people say, you know, networking and keeping up with the marketing and those kind of things. But I personally love that stuff. Um, And I think that a lot of our success comes from the partnership I have with Adam, who's more into the business end of things. He's into researching what the best way to go about this would be within business. Um, Whereas I feel like if I didn't have him by my side, I wouldn't be as confident and I would have way more issues and struggles as a business owner without him taking on the things that I find difficult. So yeah, I always joke and say my most difficult thing is picking light fixtures. But um, I think uh, other than that, it would be being an employer and trying to be fair and, and honest hard.
0: And I feel like having a product and a mission that is so simple, yet there's such a big impact, you know, you guys in a way, I mean, you're changing our environment, you're changing people's lives. And so I feel like sometimes that has to sound like almost overwhelming, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you're just out here trying to make a better world for everyone. And and that's what you guys are doing.
1: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, Adam and I are both big, uh, it is what you make it people. And we want it to be fun. and, And we want it to be accessible. And it should be. And so it's like, okay, cool, we'll then make it that way. And so we have fun and we work extra hard to make it accessible. And I think that's a big, a big free, a big cool, a cool part of being a business owner is that you do have the freedom to lead by example, to, to go out and do these things as just a normal person. It's like, you don't have to be, you don't have to have a bunch of backing capital to, to, to do something or to do the right thing or to do a thing. So I do feel like, I feel like it's uh, definitely a partnership and definitely something that we all work on together, even as a, a customer relationship to the store. It's like, nah, we're all in this together. It's just so, but at the end of the day, like if you're not here, I can't be here. So thanks for being here. Kind of a vibe.
0: I love that. So when you are not running your business, what does life look like for you?
1: Honestly, we kind of, when we started this business together, we were definitely focused on it and we still are. Uh, I'd say my days are pretty much every day except Sundays. I pretty much work For soap refill station in some way, shape or form. And I think that's just a part of small business reality is that you just are never not working. And then I have pretty firm boundaries on my Sundays where we just make puff pastry and fill it with things and eat it. (laughs) Other than that, I like to go outside and we like, we go floating. I grew up in Arkansas, so we'll go visit my family and, and go to the river and, and we love going to concerts. That's been fun to go back to concerts. We've been to quite a few concerts this summer. Other than that, I'm a soap. I'm a soap head. Pretty pretty hard right now. I soap every day, all day, except Sundays. I eat puff pastry.
0: If that is not the best balance of life I have ever heard, I, I don't know what is. Is our soap heads your? Is that what you call your loyal uh, customer base? Your our,
1: our employees call them soapies. So yeah. I kind of I call them. I've started calling them soapies now too, just because that's what the gals call them, soapies.
0: I feel like I see in your future just like hats and necks that say <laughs> soapies with like covered you know, like the lettering with like bubbles all around it. And, yep. you know, just having the, like, if you know, you know, kind of message. I I'm feel like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like that will be coming to stores very soon. Yep. <laughs> it's a
1: very, uh, if you know, you know, vibe around here. Cause we don't really advertise or anything like that. So it's a very much like word of mouth vibe. And like the only people who refill their soap are people who know someone who refills their soap, you know? And so it's, it's a pretty cool vibe. I feel like, uh, I feel like they would love, to know that they're soapies and be a part of the crew.
0: I love it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel that way with pride. (laughs) Pre-order. Yeah. So uh, what are some of your favorite things about Kansas City?
1: Ooh, I love Kansas City. Number one, the most amazing art gallery at least like the Nelson is incredible and the fact that it's free and the accessibility to like what all arts culture there is in that city is just amazing I love the access that every single human has to the arts in Kansas City it's incredible high five Kansas City um also the food in Casey is so good like we're in Waldo so you know we eat at Waldo Thai all the time and it's so good but I just love trying all the new or just anywhere new and just uh eating out when we first moved up there that was kind of the rule was like you can't eat at the same place twice you just have to try something new every single time and every single time it was just so good and I love restaurants and the service industry and I just feel like Casey's got it figured out. Also, I really like how many parks there are in Kansas City. I feel like there's so many green spaces. And now after spending so much time in KC, I can't like be in in any other city without being like, that should be a green space. That rusty old spot should be a green space. If we were in KC, that would be a green space. So it's like just the fact that there's green space, free art and great food. Like what else do you need in a city? It's incredible. Free public transit. Check.
0: Got it. They got it. My brother and sister-in-law and their family live in San Francisco. And every time they come in town, they're like, I cannot believe the Nelson is free. And for someone like me who grew up here, I love the Nelson. I go pretty frequently, but I almost think a lot of locals don't take advantage of it necessarily because, yeah. It's it's, just there. And I think especially people who are from here don't realize it's very rare to have an art museum that's free. And it's
1: not, it's incredible too. It's not just a free art museum. It is like one of the most incredible art museums I've ever been in, in my life. And I love art museums.
0: I am totally with you. If there were some things you could change about Kansas City, would you change anything? And if so, what would that be?
1: Let's see. I don't know. I still like, I feel like I'm still in the discovery stage of Casey's. So everything to me is still take it as it is. Like, I'm just like, what is over here? Okay what's over there wow so so far I still like I don't I don't feel like if I know a way it can be better as much as the transit is free I wish it was more like I wish it was more cool to like ride the bus like in San Fran you ride the bus it's like cheap and you get on and it's easy with Google you know it tells you when and get off and on and I feel like I'm still kind of intimidated to like take the jump on into like riding the bus everywhere which in other big cities, it's like, eh, whatever, just get on the bus. Um, So that would be neater, maybe. Potholes, the potholes, they're terrible. They'll ruin your car. Yeah, definitely potholes, number one answer, things to change.
0: Yes, I always joke with people that, and especially I I grew up on the Kansas side, that there's a handful of times where you really know the difference when you're in state of Kansas in the state of Missouri and the roads is 100% yeah. Number one, I have totally destroyed my car from potholes. I'm ashamed to say, but I You're everywhere. But yeah, yeah. you everywhere. definitely have
1: to plan your routes accordingly. According to streets, it's like, well, it's it's quickest and easiest to go this way. But if that that street is covered in potholes, let's take this way and that way
0: because it won't be as
1: pothole.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. And speaking of discovery and Waldo, have you had a chance to check out Wild Rose, the new restaurant concept with a classic cookie? No. So they are doing a dinner restaurant now called Wild Rose. Brian and and Haley over there, and it is absolutely fabulous. So I highly recommend everything is it down there. there. Kind of like District Poorhouse, like right at. Yep. Yep. So right there, right where classic cookie is, it's just classic cookie in the morning and wild rose at night. Uh, And it's awesome. So for you or for any listeners that have not been yet, I highly recommend because it is, it's amazing. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. Cause I've eaten my
1: way through Waldo. I've eaten to its bones, but I hadn't heard of that place. So I got a new spot.
0: That's, that's my recommendation for you for your next exploration.
1: I'll take it. I love it.
0: So is there anything else you would want listeners to know about soap refill, any products coming up or anything that you guys are currently working on bringing to the storefront?
1: Yeah. Um, let's see. So we just recently slowly started our, uh, we started doing dishwasher gel as a house brand product. That's been a really hard one just because dishwasher products you want them to be perfect and a lot of times they're not and most people have really crappy dishwashers so you really want your product to be outstanding so we've been testing and working on this dishwasher gel for like a year and a half going on two years now and it's finally pretty much there I think I think we're happy with it I think today we decided we love it Um, but it's out there so look for your house brand dishwasher gel and then we're also working on a castile right now too so look for that a nice affordable Castile option as well. And then also we've got, you know, the holidays coming up and we always bring in a bunch of fun, funky stuff like usable utility. I guess you could call them gifts, but they're just things that people use every day. And, but that might just be nicer than usual.
0: Just as a reminder for listeners, say someone doesn't have a container available or you're not really sure what to put the products in. How would that work for a customer in that position?
1: We have containers for sale that are brand new, but then we also have a community donated free bin. So don't even use that in ex- as an excuse. Just come in, take a lap, figure it out. It's super easy when you see it. Like as soon as you see it and you're in there, you're like, oh, okay, no, I get this. But now what do I put it in? Don't worry. We have free things. And you just grab them and they're clean and ready to go and we'll weigh it for you. And then you can fill it up as much or as little as you want. We also offer discounts too. So if you go over 24 ounces, you get a discount of 10% off. And if you go over a gallon, you get 15% off. And then we even have some special uh, discounts for if you're buying house brand products too, like businesses who buy five gallons at a time and stuff like that. We've got quite a few big business discount things. So if you're out there and you have a small business, definitely hit us up next time you refill, because we have a business bottle discount program and we have all kinds of other perks for business refilling.
0: Can people, do they need to come in the store and refill themselves or do you guys have a delivery service as well? We did
1: have a delivery service through COVID, um, but that as soon as that wasn't necessary anymore, it became very obvious that people would rather just come in. And so instead of use our resources, you know, forcing something to happen, it was just like, I don't think people are into this anymore. So we just dropped it. (laughs) Hopefully we don't have to pick it back up, but we we do do drop-offs. So a lot of people who don't have time to come in and do it, or they have a kid that they're dropping off down the street at school. They'll come in and just like drop off their containers with like post-it notes that just say, fill this one halfway with this shampoo and we'll get it all full for you. We can even call you and charge you over the phone to where you could send your teenager in to grab it before, while they go to Waldo pizza and pick up pizza. So a lot of it is you just come in and serve yourself. We're just kind of there to help you clean up a mess and weigh your bottles um, but then we're also super happy to help if you just want to call in something and have us get it together for you we do a lot of like last minute gift things where someone's just like crap I got a I got a wedding go to tomorrow can you whip something up real fast and as long as you call us and you're flexible with your time we can usually bust it out for you by the end of the day yeah I don't know it's pretty flexible it's a, it's definitely a utility and it's definitely used by everyone differently everybody, like some people come once a month and refill an entire laundry basket full. It's like every soap in their house, no matter what level it's at, they refill it once a month and then they drive 30 minutes. Um, and then some people live next door and they literally come in and spend pennies at a time because they just live next door and they just run down when they're out of stuff. So it's, it, it really is what you make it. And it is just soap
0: for the community pile that you mentioned. Do you usually have a call out for people when that pile gets low? Do you, is it just always open for people to bring in? Say if someone has a bunch of leftover soap bottles that they you know, know about you guys and don't want to yeah. go to waste. So how does that work? It is
1: by donation. It's donation based. So if you do have cool containers at home or habits that accumulate like a certain container type, we do ask that they are clean and dry before you even bring them in. Um, just because that would can take resources away from soap refill station to get that container to work. So we ask that you do that work at home. And, you know, we also don't take things like pickle jars or salsa jars or minced garlic jars, just because there's just really no way to get that spice smell, the vinegar and the pickle smell out. So I always tell people, you know, if you would put your face wash in this, the way it is right now, we'll take it. If you wouldn't put your face wash in this bottle, take it home, wash it and recycle it. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we do accept open donations. It's pretty much open all the time. Very rarely are we having to tell people to stop, which it does happen sometimes. And we just tell people on our Instagram, but for the most part, we're open to donations and we take everything from fancy liquor bottles to shampoo bottles to glass vitamin bottles. If it's worth keeping out of the trash, then bring it over.
0: You mentioned Instagram. So where can listeners find you guys both physically and on social media?
1: Right on. Well, we are in the Waldo neighborhood right next to Waldo Pizza and like Johnny Cause right there on the corner of, I guess it'd be 75th, but our address is 7441 Broadway. Our Instagram is just Soap Kansas City. And you can always send us emails at Soap Kansas City at Gmail. Um, and then housebrandclean.com is where you can find all of our ingredients uh, for the house brand products. If you have any of those and you're curious, what's in them?
0: I live in Waldo. And so selfishly, I really love that you guys are walking distance away. Uh, it's actually how we found you guys uh, in the first place. I had moved to Waldo. I was kind of walking around exploring the neighborhood and walked in and just curiosity got the cat or whatever the saying is. And I pretty much did that with almost every business on the strip where you guys are and just like pop my head in each one and was like, what is this place? I'm, I'm new to the neighborhood. Let me check it out. And so personally, or for anyone who lives uh, within walking distance, it's really nice. It kind of gives me that extra feeling of like, okay, not only am I reusing my, my bottles, but I didn't have to drive my car over here. I walked or, or rode my bike. So it's I like mm-hmm. said selfishly, I love being uh, within walking distance from you guys.
1: Yeah, it definitely feels good. It's, it's, it's a weird thing, but like, especially on your like fourth or fifth refill on a container, you know, it's like, you can't deny that you're not doing something and it just really feels good to, to leave. And you're like, well, that was easy. And I did something. I made the world better.
0: (laughs) And thank you so much for being here and joining me. And I just, I love your positive energy. I love just hearing you talk about, you know, making, making a difference and just how excited excited you get about soap. It's awesome.
1: (laughs) It's just soap, but it's also soap. We all use it. Why not care about it?
0: Listeners, be sure to go follow Soap Refill Station on Instagram and obviously check them out in person. Like I said, I use your guys' shampoo, conditioner, body wash, face wash, and hand soap. And I'm sure I will be converting many more of my products soon, but those have been the products over the last couple of years that have been really great and i i love them and i love everything that you guys do so thank you again so much for being here and yeah. as always you guys can follow me on instagram at casey by sari and we will see you next week
1: Ooh, hey, hey, casey confidential casey's confidential hey. Kansas City's best, ooh, Casey Confidential. Schooler, pop, pop, beat up, pop, pop, da, 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 da,